Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to give a shout-out to Ruben and his podcast, Hoops and Hefeweizen, which is a Mavs-orientated podcast. Thank you for all your support. guys welcome to another episode of the hoops and have a podcast i'm alex and i'm ruben do i go here yeah <laughs> yes yes you go there I, I was i was waiting for a special introduction oh yeah no well no not anymore bro <laughs> and, and today <laughs> we have bryce like... patrick of lockdown rangers fame on how are you doing today bryce i'm good i also occasionally write some some math stuff i'm actually gonna planning on writing something tonight um should be out um well, I don't know when, but um, it's going to be about, I had like one tweet that I'm like, oh, I want to like expand on this and like make this whole post. You've had a lot of tweets today, so I don't know. Definitely been going at it online. Um, <laughs> but uh, the tweet in question was like, it's okay to say like the Mavs did a really good job of acquiring two like under 25 potential top 30 NBA players. Mm-hmm. Like that was an amazing job. And it was like really incredibly difficult to do that. And nobody ever does that. But also, not been super encouraging. Like, it's not been a good summer so far. And it's okay to say both of those things. Both of those things exist, and I think both of those things are true. Yeah. But... Okay. I think that yeah. I think that's a hard time that fans are having an issue with. Because at the end of the day, you know, the Mavericks didn't trade away Harrison Barnes for nothing. So... Th- so they could have nothing. Hey, I they, would, I would actually not refer to Justin Jackson as nothing. I really, I really do think he's a, de- a pretty decent player. Okay, I, I mean, but still, was the main thing was cap space. Yeah, like, that absolutely. Was, yeah, and that's what they said in the first place. Is like, oh, flexibility, so we can go after our guys. And the there actually season. are. Um, I don't know if you you guys have seen the reports, but Brad Townsend was just saying um, that we we're going to sign. It's looking like the Mavs are the lawn right. Um. As soon as tonight, um, this was reported like 25 minutes ago. Yeah. So, okay. And then, and that would begin the 48-hour window that Memphis would have, uh, in which to match the offer and keep right, which brings some some contracts so they can have some space. And McMahon yeah. reported earlier in the week um, that any reasonable offer, which I don't know what reasonable is, but I'm pretty sure if you want to get the one right, um, reasonable, which is the case with all uh, like restricted free agents, which is why those all scare me. Like yeah. those are the deals that end up being the worst. I feel like is cause like, you know, it's an overpay in the moment, but you yeah. still got to go do it. If you want to get them. What's really going to make me upset is that if the Mavericks go and overpay for DeLon, Wright, 
but then they refuse to even give marketable pay to other free agents that were on the board. Like, especially when you hear the Danny Green number of three years, 36, with a partial guarantee on the third year. Like, um, I don't know how how accurate that is. I mean, I don't want to, like, go on and say that. Um, but, like, it's it's hard to, like, determine the accuracy. And apparently Windhorse had been wrong on a couple of things like that. Um, I mean, in general, I very much trust his sources, especially anything LeBron and like Lakers-related. Um, yeah. yeah, he like there's nobody else that's more on it than than Brian Windhorst because he's been with LeBron since like day one. Like he's an actor guy as yeah. well. <laughs> he's been the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He's literally on the LeBron beat. Like when LeBron changed teams, like I, I'm pretty sure he's been like literally in the physical city that LeBron has. Like I think that's true actually. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he, he moved from Cleveland to uh, LA. Yeah, um, then, yeah. Yeah. So well, he moved from Cleveland um, to Miami initially too. And yeah, then, and then back, back to Cleveland, Cleveland, and then now to LA. Yeah, He's but... literally on the LeBron beat. Yep. <laughs> so, which is a pretty good beat to have, honestly. Like, yeah. of all the beats. Yeah. My my only frustration, or I shouldn't say it's my only frustration. That's my career goal is to be the Brian Windhorse, but to <laughs> Luka Doncic. Oh, that would be um, amazing. So you'll be Dallas forever. Got uh, it. Doubtful. So, uh, no, I never. Fuck your mouth. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fifty-fifty. I'm I'm yeah right now yeah honestly like right now it's like 50 50 like it's like, I, it's like either he's gonna go like straight to like LA or like one of the LA or New York teams um mm-hmm. or he's gonna stay here forever because he sees all like the drama and BS that's going around with everything else and he's like I don't want to deal with that I just want to hoop yeah it's also just hard to tell what Luca's gonna be like in eight years because yeah it's impossible I mean yeah. he's a 19 year old adult right now I think he's 20 now which is yeah he's 20 now but yeah <laughs> He is um, a young child who is very much a grown man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a good way to put it. I just know that, like, if we way overpay on Delon Wright, and if that Danny Green number is correct for what the Mavs offered, and, and God then, damn it, that'd be real frustrating. <laughs> it, I'm yeah. so pissed too. Like, I got, I got so, I got more fans in my mentions about Danny Green not actually being any good, and obviously I don't watch the games mm-hmm. because D- Danny Green wasn't didn't show up in the finals. I'm like, I watched the finals, like I know what was going on. Yeah. But like, and then I said the Mavs aren't going to be in the finals. People are like, oh wow, you're just grabbing on the map. Like, no, this is not a championship contending team in the next two years, and that's okay to say. Yeah. But they go against my brand, but I agree. But part <laughs> of the reason that they're not a championship contender is because they're so terrible at free agency. It's not the whole reason. That's but... one facet of it, yeah. And I don't like... know. I think part of it, like, honestly, I think there is a dynamic about, like, your two stars being Euro, and, like, I think there's more camaraderie. Like, we were seeing it, and, like, some, like, players, like, talking about things. There was, like, oh, who was it? The guy the night of... Uh... Like M grads who I don't. Oh yeah. Yes. Who's like somehow like actually knows all these NBA players. I think there there's some connection there. And like he was like, oh, I think it's funny how it's like all Euros are getting. I mean, they deserve the awards, but it's funny how the media like pushed their. That was such a fucking weird tweet, dude. I was like, dude, come on, man. Like one of the weirdest like attempts, like bad attempts at a subtweet while trying to also not be like. Found the open. Yeah. Okay, I mean Giannis is more. Is it? But technically, Giannis Nigeria, is African. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, like his parents are like, were like, immigrants like to 
Greece. Like he's not, it's not like his family was in Greece for forever. Yeah. yeah. And then like now they're like, or is that, is that how you say the term for people from Milwaukee? Milwaukeeans? Wisconsin's? Um, Milwaukeeans? I don't know. Uh, Cheeseheads? Yeah, right. Just like, I, I think oh no, that's, that's Green I think Bay. That's the politically correct term. That's a Green Bay. All Wisconsin. of Wisconsin. It's all Wisconsin. All Wisconsin. Like, literally all okay. Wisconsin. Yeah. So all of Wisconsin are cheeseheads. Got it. Cheeseheads or or badgers. Um, or badgers. Okay. So yeah, I, it's just like we got all this cap space. We and I know we'll talk about it in just a second. That some people think that as fans were frustrated that the Mavericks didn't make very specific trades or signings it's not that necessarily so much as they didn't really make any trades or signings outside of boban and seth my goat yeah sorry (laughs) yes your goat seth curry the best the best curry in nba history and also (laughs) um the greatest john wick film star in nba history that's it exactly yes that's what I wanted to hear today. <laughs> but, like, when you have Donnie Nelson talking about, you know, they're going to split their aces and get a couple of pieces, and then they get those two pieces. Like, again, I think that they're good players to have on a team, but they're not the players that were hinted toward. Well, they weren't players or the type of players that were hinted toward when the Mavericks decided to open up $30 million in cap space that disappears. You don't do that to sign a couple of, of, of bed fighters. And I love yeah. Seth Curry. I think the, the movie's great. I yeah. think he probably will end up being a starter, but I think long-term, it's On a championship-level team, he's a he's a bench player. They're really good. I think he should be a really good six-man. Yeah. Like, the dude is, like, one of the best shooters in the NBA, and you almost had two... What did what did Seth Curry shoot? I think like forty three percent, and Danny Green shot like forty five percent. Forty five, yeah, forty five, like forty five. Yeah, it was like you'd have literally two of the best by percentage three point shooters in the NBA signed in one off season, and like the whole thing was like you need Mm -hmm. shooters around these two pieces. I saw some people complaining on Twitter like, oh, uh, why does everybody have to shoot on a team? Like, not everybody has to shoot, but like this team doesn't have a lot of shooting, and those are the main things you need to surround these two players with. Is shooters yeah it's not that so. we it's not that the mavericks only need shooters on their team it's that they needed to sign shooters in free agency or they also need them. people who can defend like point guards and wings yeah and like right now the only like really like guy who i would say is good at that on the roster as currently constructed is uh dorian mm-hmm. that's kind of it. and yeah and maybe guard, yeah maybe that sometimes maxi for wings maxi more so than more so with the wings but yeah yeah a maxi can stay in, in front of a lot but he's not like the guy that you want purposely exactly no absolutely yeah. not crunch time like defending yeah and yeah. i love jalen brunson but he's a terrible defender i he's a rookie he was a rookie point guard and i think he's got room for improvement and like oh, he yeah. shows the aptitude like of like trying like he doesn't have all the physical tools but like he's gonna be a smart defender because he's just a smart player yeah i'm not disagreeing so much as like he's just also not good yet um yeah, and that's fine. But I think with I see him like long term. This I'm not like a, a scout or anything, and yeah. I'm like still fairly new to like learning basketball and stuff. But like I kind of envision Jalen Brunson as like a Kyle Lowry type. Okay. Okay. Extremely frustrating, and is he going to get fat too, or? Um, no, but except he's going <laughs> to show up in game ones of playoffs. Yeah, that that'll work for me. Just game ones, though. Like just game ones. Really, just game. <laughs> like nothing else, <laughs> but. 
Carolina meant for that. That's okay. That's okay. I think we need to get to the meat of what our discussion is going to be today. Um, other than the Kawhi signing, um, the aftermath of it, of course, is the fact that we are not getting Danny Green on top of the fact that we lowballed him. Um, allegedly. What's that? Allegedly. 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 <laughs> we allegedly lowballed him. This is as close to the truth as we're ever going to get because we never get the actual truth of this. Yeah. So. There are certain people with blue check marks who follow me on Twitter. So. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, I mean, and like, there's one thing like <laughs> this front office has a history and like their whole thing is they don't leak things to the media. Yeah. And like overall, I think that's a generally a good like the good makings of a front office. Like nobody heard what was going on with this Paul George Kawhi stuff because because it's too tight lipped front or offices. just like tight lipped. And that's what Kawhi wanted. God, but man. Also, those They're tweets all... were fucking awesome afterwards. Anyway, <laughs> well, the REA, like if, if you want to believe all these like random people who are saying they have inside information, this is, this is what, what it shows you. Like they yeah. are not reliable. Yeah. Trust exactly. the people who do this for a living, not some random bum on Reddit. Well, this is why I make jokes all the time about sources. I go on Reddit. <laughs> I could... You're not pretending like you have inside sources and actually trying to. Man, no, one no, day. No, I make jokes. No. Make <laughs> legitimate. I make jokes jokes with my sources, so I'm just saying like I love the fact that like Kawhi was like had like made the Lakers like wait to do the whole like Anthony Davis thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then still signed with like the Clippers. <laughs> so, yeah. I, like, I love you, Kawhi. God damn it, why couldn't you just come here? <laughs> like so I could love you more. But like in the back of my mind, like I knew it was not a real possibility, but like just the insanity of like what was going on with this. I'm like, maybe there's like a half a percent chance that Kawhi would right? end up coming. Like just because it's all so insane and so tight lipped and literally no, like if he was, which he was never going to, but if he was going to sign with the Mavericks, it was going to be exactly like that. Word of it, it would just be like today, like Woj bomb. Uh, Kawhi decided to sign up for your match with the Dallas Mavericks. And I would yeah. be like, wait, what? Yeah, and that's basically what happened with the Clippers. And then it was like two minutes later. Also, the Clippers are signing uh, or trading for Paul George with 87 draft picks. Like, that's a haul. It really is. And I joked on Twitter. Ross Presti for, like, for knowing that he had all of that leverage yeah. and getting the absolute most out of it. I think the thing is, though, for from Presti's point of view, is that Paul George's contract is the only contract that's not seen as an albatross in the league for what, uh, for who Oklahoma city has signed. So like, they're not really going to get anything for Russ. They're really not going to get anything for Steven Adams. They may have to like give up stuff to get off of Steven Adams contract. I don't don't think they will for Steven Adams, even though I'm hearing a lot more pushback on like the Steven Adams contract and the Russ contract. The Russ contract is He's so much worse, and he's already showing signs of decline. Yep. Like, like in history, he is the worst volume three-point shooter in NBA history. Like, and... he's already that, and he had a historically bad season. Also, start like stopped shooting well from the free throw line for like the first half of the year. Yeah. And even most of the second half. So it's like, how many more years are on that contract? Um, I think there's five more, four more years on the contract a lot more years yeah um it's also hundred you know hundreds of millions of dollars uh while you look it up really quickly like i'll also mention not just the fact that he's on a decline but a love or hate russell westbrook as a person this is the third 
superstar that he's had with him that has gotten out of Oklahoma City. And I I don't want to blame him for this one. Um, I don't. Some rumors came out afterwards that there was some buyer's remorse on Paul George's side. I don't know how much I believe that or how much that's been from OKC. Um, Russ commented nice things on uh, on Paul George's Instagram post about leaving, so it must be all good. Yeah, I mean, but it can also be a situation that it's all good on a person to person basis. But the fact that like he he just can't play with other superstars on a way that he plays basketball scale is what I was talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, he signed a five-year, $205 million extension from this past season through uh, 2022, 2023. So So this next year, God damn, okay. Next year, um, the year after is $41 million. Year after that is $43 million. And then a player option for $46 million in 2022, 2023. Holy shit. And he'll pick that up. If they want to, if they want to trade him, there is a fifteen percent trade kicker. So, holy fuck, dude! That is literally untradeable. Yeah. God damn, dude! That's a... You're gonna have to unload half those assets you got to to give up to Paul George just to get off of Russ. Which is why I think it was a it was a good deal for Presti because he's gonna have to get rid of some of these assets. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but <laughs> like. Steven Adams is still like a really good player. He still like will do all of what he's gonna do. He's twenty five. Like what the fuck? Twenty five million on each one um, yeah. over the next two years. And I'm like, I thought, why is that? Why is that untradeable? It's like I thought Steve Adams was like twenty eight, twenty nine, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I like always surprising to look it up. It may just be because of the way that Steven Adams plays basketball, and like a lot of people think that the game has passed him by. Like the modern NBA, if you want to call that the five out NBA, is not really. Yeah. I think the playoffs might have, but like, I was arguing this with a bunch of people. It's like, like, good regular season players to go make it to the playoffs. And then you worry about what players do and do not work in the playoffs. But for right now, yeah, exactly. For get, like in season, like, you want to get these kids like playoff experience and you also want to like you just save some, get there. some legs on like Porzingis and like Steven Adams helps you do that. And he also solves the rebounding and like the going up against the, the thick boys of the world that you yeah. don't want Porzingis to have to deal with. Long-term. Because Boban um, can't yeah, play I, a ton of minutes. Um, as much as we love him. Yeah. But um, I just think of John Wall's deal. It's basically the same thing, Yeah. but he's going to be dealing with this bad injury. Whereas Russ is dealing with the same thing he's been dealing with his whole life is that he can't shoot. Yeah. Okay, so um, Dwight's contract is officially signed. Okay. His good for him. Officially signed. That's good for him. That money, enough okay. money to go and buy himself a dog. Yeah. Well, look at Finally, that you can have one of mine because they're barking right now, and I'm just like, <laughs> shut up. Let me <laughs> let me finally get to Mark Cuban's comments today because they. Here we cool. go. Let's go. Why are you I'll screaming for so shit much? All day. I'm gonna have to edit you because i had already put you down to like 50 percent volume and you're still peaking terribly but who me yes you're like oh, screaming whoops. into your mic might move the mic back a little bit <laughs> okay let's try that yeah that might work so all right i'm just gonna read all of these this is from callie kaplan on twitter uh she's a uh just just callie uh, on the the new like officially 
that the DMN is, is bringing her officially on board to yep. help with, with Mav's coverage. So that's exciting. Let's she's see, awesome. Go yeah, give her a follow. She's fantastic. Also, like, shout out to her on the scoop today and getting this from Cuban. Um, Cuban's comments on Mav's free agency. There's one guy we didn't get that we wanted, but everyone else is pretty much running, or but everything else is pretty much running course. We'll always spend it on somebody in terms of our own guys or whatever, but we'll see. There's no rush. We'll play it out and see what happens. Before searching, or before we were searching, and we really didn't have those guys. Now, with KP and Luca as a foundation, it's a little bit different than previous years when it's like, what are we going to do? Who are we going to get? We weren't as panicked as people on Twitter were. That's good, Q- because people on Twitter are always panicked. Like, Q- that's just... Cuban content. Forever. Those that's two always- comments are not what bothered me too much. It showed, like, how frustrating it can be, being a fan, but it, it that wasn't bad. This next part is the part that got me. Um, Cuban goes on to say, NBA Twitter is hysterical. It's like Jerry Springer called up fans from different teams, and they said... You, you, you did this. You promised me this, and you said that. It's straight out of Jerry Springer. It's humorous, but it's not reality. Cuban continued. It's like there were, there was a rumor that we were supposed to get this guy, and you didn't get that guy that you were rumored to get. So because you didn't get that guy that you were rumored you were going after, you had a horrible free agency. But he said that he appreciates the passion. So th- this is the problem that I have, is that it's, first of all, obvious gaslighting. He's trying to change the perspective of them fucking up and making it, oh, it's just crazy fans on Twitter that had unrealistic expectations that we were going to use our $30 million in cap space to sign players. Um, and, th- and that's really frustrating. <laughs> it's very belittling <laughs> to be like, hey, we did it the way that we wanted to. And if you disagree with us in any way, you're just an idiot. Is how it comes off. Um, I'll say it. It sounds he's he feels like he's a little out of touch with with what the common fan thinks and it, trying to be super critical. But that is incredibly difficult to do when you are a multi billionaire and have been for yeah thirty years or however long he's been incredibly rich. Like it's a lot closer, more down to earth, down to the people than like your average billionaire. Um, because I have personally met so many billionaires and definitely know this, but <laughs> I mean, I, I have, um, yeah. Uh, well, well, of course, <laughs> but of course, I know I get where you're coming from. I mean, Cuban yeah. Cuban spent the last twenty years of owning the Mavericks at, as building up this persona of being in in touch with the fans and being progressive and being willing to take risks and make changes and the thing that frustrates me is that that's changed and it's okay that that's changed but he doesn't want people to point it out and anytime anybody gives him any criticism it's that he knows better and and i get that like he's a billionaire and he owns the team and the mavericks got a championship in 2011 um but at the same time like calling fans that are frustrated hysterical and calling it a like Jerry Springer I think is, is short-sighted at best. Yeah, it's it's not a good look at all. And the reason I call it gaslighting is because of the discussion that we had earlier which is like 
they traded Harrison Barnes to open up cap space so they could sign players. Also, they were saying like beforehand, like there's a lot of guys, um, some people who are like team employees are saying like, oh yeah, get your hope that this summer is going to be really good. And then they're yeah. like, oh, what, was, what do you mean? This wasn't our def. Obviously we meant like re-signing Porzingis, which we knew was going to be a thing the second they traded for him. Yeah. Like, obviously that's the only thing I meant. And if you mm-hmm. meant, think I meant anything else, then you were dumb. And I can't believe that you would think that. Well, not just this. So, like, it's just the like aggressive test. And not just that, but also like going back to the first night of free agency and the Miami trade and Dallas backing off because they said that they had better, uh, a better option awaiting, or that was what yeah, the rumor which was. Which is like, yeah. And, and it's like, but they didn't. Their better option was a low-balling, supposedly low-balling Danny Green and then waiting five days for him to make a decision. They probably knew that they that they were his third choice. Yeah, which is stupid. Not fourth. <laughs> like, if not fourth how, choice. Yeah. Just how Bryce was for this podcast. Just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> just you told me you were going to make that joke, too. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for it. But... Oh, man. So that's what's frustrating. It's like, <laughs> It feels to me, and obviously I have no knowledge of the inner workings of the front office, but it feels to me that like Donnie is trying to do things and trying to make decisions, and then Cuban is the owner, so he gets to accept them or decline them. And Cuban, more often than not, is declining things because and, he thinks he knows better than and his I own mean, staff. Like that, yeah. And I mean, like that's kind of been like definitely like post twenty eleven, like. Mm-hmm the way it's felt like when it comes to, like the Giannis thing which like no one's ever gonna get over for some reason um right please that, no. like honestly that's like well, that's a real big like yeah like we should have went after Giannis like that would have been yeah you know we should have drafted him you know it's really like, nice to well, have been really nice, yeah. a 24 year old MVP um in your exactly. city I think exactly. that would have been really nice yeah, but absolutely. like the thing is we'll be saying the same opinion, thing in, in four years when Luca's an MVP yeah True. I, I get. But I mean, that. like, it, but my thing guess, is. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was saying, but like, so for my thing, it's like, I feel like at least like last, last um, last draft, not this past draft, but the one before that with Luca, like I feel like it looked like Cuban kind of like moved back a little bit. I was like, okay, cool. Like that was Donnie's drafts. Donnie, do your thing, blah blah, and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, cool. And I think like it's taking him so much to like relinquish like that power and control quote unquote mm-hmm. of like being the owner. Like, Hey, like I'm still going to be in charge of like the, you know, free agent moves and shit like that. Like, wait, I forgot. They're not called owners anymore. What are they called now? Like, uh, what are they called? Governors? What the fuck are they called? Um, it's just a few teams that are changing that. Oh, okay. Um, I thought no, it was NBA. Not, like literally the entire NBA oh, yet. Okay. Well, whatever. But you know, just like whatever he is, you know, like, Hey, like I'm going to like, I think now he's, you know, he still he still doesn't want to relinquish like the whole like fancy stuff, like a lot of the trade stuff. You know? Yeah. Like, the thing is, is like, you but he hire... needs to because Donnie is a good, you know, he's a pretty good GM when it like when Cuban isn't. Basically, you know? this is the way that I see it. Like for people that think about things from a corporate standpoint, the CEO doesn't typically do a lot of the day to day activities. Yeah. Um. And you let's just call, even though Sent Marshall is the CEO of the of the team, let's call Cuban the CEO of the basketball side of operations for right now. Um, 
And he, that's accurate, kind of. Yeah. So with that, Donnie being the GM would be more like the COO, the chief operating officer, the guy that makes those day-to-day mm-hmm. decisions and makes the decisions that are going to affect the company right now. And I feel like what's happening is is that Cuban's not understanding how to be a good CEO of the basketball side of things and let his chief operating officer or his GM and Donnie do his job. And he's getting too heavy-handed in those things while not paying nearly enough attention to the other side of what owning the Mavericks as a company is about. Yeah, like... Because, like, if you look at, like, on my own company, right? So, like, we have, like, the owner. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, she doesn't do anything in terms of, like, hiring people. You know, like... Yeah, she hired same. people to hire people. Exactly. You know, which is kind of what needs to be happening right now. Like, I, I if my... If the owner of my company came and sat in, like, on interviews for people, like, mm-hmm. that would be really, really fucking weird. You know, like don't like if if she came in and like was like working on like a client's like whatever protocol stuff like that like that would be way out of line you know it just like it wouldn't fly you know so but uh it's kind of like what i feel like here it's kind of going on here where it's like he's overstepping his boundaries like a lot you know i know he's i know i know he owns the team but still like it's like this is going to get controversial, but I, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, and you guys can tell me how you feel about it. But what if the Mavericks need a front office shakeup? And this is not anything against Donnie, because I think Donnie is one of the better GMs in the NBA. But Mark and Donnie are friends. And I think Mark needs a GM that is going to be able to tell him no. more often, <laughs> shut the fuck up and get out of my way. I'm making this decision. Because at the end of the day, it feels like Donnie will that, allow Mark to make decisions when he shouldn't be. I think that's. I think that's not a good idea. I think. Yeah, no. Don, I think that Donnie is the one because, like, I mean, to become a billionaire, you have to have a very big personality and, and thinking oh, yeah. of yourself. And someone who has that history in that relationship, and that's part of the allure that um, theoretically might lure a free agent to Dallas is the stability <laughs> of like you've had the same owner yeah. for twenty years, same. Um, GM, GM, yeah, that's the yeah. word I was looking for. Um, and then head coach for like all this time, like those years, your... yeah, yeah. And, like, and, and it, it's a it's a tough balance to find. Also, like, of if you got some new GM, he might not be able to like actually like do. The, I don't. Yeah. I I think the list of people who could like quote unquote go and and tell Mark shut the fuck like, up, like shut up and get out of my way. Yeah is like it's very small no yeah that's why i'm <laughs> i'm i'm workshopping this this is not like a <laughs> yeah. it's not a situation where i think donnie is a bad gm or that donnie should be forced out in any way whatsoever so let me like clarify that first and foremost because i don't want people coming up to me and being like man why would you want donnie gone that's Bro, i love i love your mentions right now because i'm just yeah. like i've been monitoring them and i'm like I'm staying out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But that's that's not my point. I don't want Donnie yeah. gone. But it's a tough balance to find between stability and being stagnant. Now, I understand that the Mavericks did a great job of getting Luka, and they did a great job of trading for KP. But 
they can't do what they did with Dirk after 2011 and then just rest on their laurels with those two pickups and do almost nothing else. Nothing, yeah. I have a gut feeling that it, that it won't be like that. I hope not. Even though the season of the summer is is not encouraging. Um, there's a fun thing in in baseball um, where I'm I'm sure it's in all sports, but um, there's a lot of talk about like you have a one year, a three year, and a five year plan. And so right now, like the one year plan is it's not great, and it hasn't been like yeah for it, especially like seeing like Kawhi and like the balance of power shift to like look. There's like three good teams for the next like three four years mm-hmm. um and then after that like features for that um not as much the nets um the nets can kind of rebuild but they still have all their assets and stuff but like yeah the lakers and the clippers have like basically mortgaged their future for um for what's going to go happen yeah. with these these next three years um to yeah. have these super teams because of all the picks and stuff angled so and also like like their their time is is limited in in coming, but yeah. And if if they rebound like I think they will, then they'll definitely be in the mix to be like four super teams, um, and three of them are in the state of California, and then uh, the other California I call them team super is teams. It's it's back to how it was, big duo, really dynamic duos, really dang, really dang good teams. Yeah. So. It. So like the window for the next like three years, unless you already have that core built and like, there's and a good supporting cast then you're probably not going to win a championship for the next two, three years. And that's okay. Like the Mavs just want to like get in the playoffs and get some experience and like maybe have a couple upsets. Yeah. Um, See, like in the next three years, that, but that doesn't feel then, like, like how, they and then the years the like four and five. Sorry. Like the, the, the main, like the championship <laughs> is like years four and five from now. Yeah. So like, I think... signed this summer like those players probably wouldn't be on that roster um, when they start actually contending for championships yeah i think my frustration is that like that sounds great except for the mavericks didn't make moves to get into the playoffs exactly um, that's where... yeah, exactly they they, <laughs> they made moves to have cap space open again in 2021 and plan powder this shit all over again they can't plan powder because they have they already have two stars you can't you can't sell these guys on losing for two years like that especially when you don't have your draft picks for half the years like it and like exactly. next year's draft class when they have their draft pick is supposedly also not a very deep, deep draft sorry and there's Michael, not even a beer. Beer. he literally texted yeah. me to bring him a beer oh my god so I did that. <laughs> oh my god um, so professional. I, when i'm talking plan powder i mean <laughs> plan powder in the sense of cap space and free agency not plan tanking. Uh, I like. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt of like learning from the mistakes before. Of like, okay, don't go for the the one big swing. Go for like a smart role player. Smart like, swing stuff. Yeah, did, go go that, for the singles. Isn't that like, what we they, thought that they were doing this year, and then they botched that shit too? Like, but it, it was. But they chose the one free agent that like, like the, his decision was going to be delayed for a whole week, and the then thing they thought, is, is that oh. They, uh, like, it, I, the, the quote that like drove me insane um, was like, like it was Mark or Donnie, I can't remember who it was, but they're like, oh yeah, like we're not worried about things, like nothing's gonna get done on like night one, and then like literally everything yeah. got done on night one. And they were everything, out to dinner. dude. We, we we saw it. And like, they were like, out, they were to, out dinner. to dinner with Porzingis, and yeah. like, okay, I understand. Like that show, especially if you like whiffed out on those guys, you better hope that that proves to be like a positive. Like, hey, look how yeah. much we care about you. Like we literally like didn't care about any of these other people that were signing 
because we wanted you so badly and we want to show you how much we like you and how much we care about we, you. We want, to show you we want to show you Which how much we like you by not signing like, other players. We yeah, want to show you how much we like you by, by not surrounding you with the best possible talent. So it just came from the Knicks where they didn't even show you that they liked you. They didn't surround you with people that you could trust. And like there was like a Woj report coming out about like yeah. how how quickly like it soured like Porzingis, who was like a fun, like happy go lucky, like just positive guy. And then like yeah, that's just that's three fair. or whatever years with the Knicks just like soiled him. But then then Donnie will do that have that conversation <laughs> and have the fun. <laughs> Come get my boy Frank, and and he'll remember how to shoot again. I promise. Oh, man. <laughs> I have one five minute conversation with a guy and immediately fall in love with him. You know what? I, I mean, honestly speaking, though, at this point, we're doing nothing else with our cap space. Just fucking do it. I don't care anymore. Honestly, like trade it. Why? What do you have to lose trading a second round pick for a guy who? Well, now that we like have a good used, defender. Yeah, now that we haven't used our cap it, space, fuck it. I don't care. Like, yeah. it's so funny though, because like when we're talking about like swinging for the big fraser right i was talking to my dad today about all this stuff and he's like yeah the mouse like tried you he was like yeah all these people and he was like mm-hmm. i was like yeah we tried to hit some singles but we fucking struck out every <laughs> single time he was like those guys fucking suck <laughs> we weren't even trying to hit singles we were trying to walk like, no, trying to get trying to get bunt just try to bunt on bunt on yeah. base, but I don't know. We were trying to bunt on base and then just like got pop of the pop of the bunt right to the pitcher. Yeah, right. It's because like we just so got we struck it. out on three straight hundred plus mile an hour pitches, which is just night one of the NBA. Oh, it was like a it was like a ninety mile an hour fastball. We, Bro, that night was we were late. So wild. We were late on a ninety mile an hour fastball. Yeah, that's me. Because that's more embarrassing. <laughs> Fair exactly. enough. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like having funny. a fucking double A player, you know, against, <laughs> against fucking it was, major it, league. It, it was one of those things where it's like the entire NBA was playing chess and the Mavericks were playing tic tac toe. That's a good. I was gonna say fucking shoots and ladders, but yeah. yeah. they connect four, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. so the Lakers were playing connect four. Yeah, <laughs> they really are at this point. Yeah, they are because I was looking at their fucking free agent, the people they've signed so far. <laughs> The Knicks had a better free agency than the Mavericks did. Which is fucking, don't say that out loud. Stop saying that out loud. No, they, the Mavericks didn't commit stupid money to players. So that's yeah. like... Remember, we, we didn't sign three uh, you know, power forwards. Power forwards, <laughs> all of which were overpaid. Like, every single one of those deals were overpaid. Like, but they're they also one-year one. deals, so... However, like I'm on Reddit, right? Two plus one. For like most of those deals, I know the the Julius Randle is a two plus one, and then the and that's rest of them twenty are, million a year. Like, the rest of them oof. are one plus ones. Julius Randle was the only two plus one. I mean, I'm on our NBA right now, looking at the like the Knicks are about to yeah. about to do the same thing that the Mavericks did for years and years. It's like, oh, Playing everyone powder. wants to come here, but yeah. they at least have like the allure of New York and MSG, where the Mavs had nothing, and that was it. Yeah. The mouse have nothing. Like, like, <laughs> hey, like it works for talk- Chandler Parsons. I, I know, dude. Debellum, <laughs> uptown, whatever. Chandler Parsons could do anything wherever the fuck he is. But it's funny because I was talking to the guy who like financed my card. He was like, "Yo, like, we're not in LA." Like, he was talking about basketball for a little bit with me, and I was like, "This is weird." <laughs> like, because he was asking, "Hey, here about Kawhi," and I was like, "Yeah, blah blah." Stuff about Danny Green. He was like. Man, like, 
just Dallas isn't attractive to young 20-year-olds, you know, 20-something-year-olds who, like, we're not L.A., like, we're not New York, not even Chicago, like, you know, it's just what it is. And he's, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, well, I'm a youngish 20-something-year-old, like, he was like, yeah, but you're from here. And I was like, thanks. That makes makes me feel a lot better about our free agency prospects, but it's like, Oh my God! Somebody made the Just "My Job Is things, Done" man. here meme and photoshopped uh, Cuban onto the face. What else can you talk about today? Oh, sorry, I was muted. Uh, so, oh, you son of a bitch. so somebody um, took the uh, "My Job Is Done" here meme and photoshopped Cuban's face onto it. Oh, where is it? It was <laughs> it was added to us. I just retweeted it. Oh no! Oh, thank you, God. I love you, Noah. <laughs> Oh, no, you fucking bastard. Noah, <laughs> Noah the goat, you are the follower of the week. No, he was out like two weeks ago. But It's okay. You're you my follower of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. It, it, it's, uh, I don't think Noah knows that Mark follows me, but that's cool. Whatever. I don't At think anyone point, cares care. that Mark follows you. No, no one does. Except for me. Yeah, but, I don't even think Mark I mean, cares that he follows you. No, he doesn't, but it's fine. And that's why I could lose the fall and I'd be okay with it, so. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just frustrated. And I probably it, shouldn't be as frustrated as I am, but I am. I mean, like, I mean, perspective. Like, I know people keep talking about perspective, perspective, perspective. And perspective. It's like, here's, perspective. here's my perspective. Go go look at a bunch of Christoph Porzingis highlights. It'll make you feel a lot better, honestly. Ooh. It will. Yeah. Like it, it made me feel a lot better. Like so go back and look at like Luca Euroleague highlights just, just like because I'm like I've already seen the NBA stuff. I need more I need more of the original source. Yeah. All right. No, self care. I... Self care tips here <laughs> yeah. for everybody, you know. I definitely but understand like, that. Like and I get that hundred percent. I do how like the only thing is I do, however, like I agree with some people who are like, Hey, don't tell me how to feel. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like for that's the reason why I've definitely like I've definitely like pulled back from like like hey guys look at the bright side and I'm like no like feel what you want to feel like if you're mad about this be mad <laughs> like you the way you feel fun. about these things doesn't affect me personally so exactly yeah. like I'm not that's why I'm trying to deal in facts and like I'm not trying to tell anybody how to feel but like both sides like mass positive. Mav's positivity Twitter is trying to say, no, everything is great. You shut up. It's great. Don't you dare tell me it's not. And then yeah. like mm-hmm. Mav's pessimist Twitter is like, no, everything sucks. Don't you dare tell me it doesn't suck. And it's like, I um, think everything is great and also either. it sucks. Like, it's Life, great, man. It's great that we have KP and Luca, but also. It's great that we have KP and Luca. And, it's fun. And I'm also like excited to see what happens, but I'm also very, very, very frustrated and disappointed with free agency. I mean, it's funny because like I was talking to Amy about this morning. Like I just I woke up to the news and I was like, "Fuck, this sucks," you know, all stuff, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Hold on, like we have a big three ourselves. We have Luca, we have KP, and we have the guy you've been wanting forever, Boban." Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, "Fuck, you're right. This is so much better." <laughs> like, seriously, so excited for Boban. I'm so excited, dude. I'm, I, I'm serious. Like, I told people, like, I'm gonna buy his jersey the second he tells me what number he's getting, what number he's gonna pick, like yeah. whatever. So, 
I just I hope jerseys, that the I like... go ahead. No, it, free agency wise, I just hope that the Mavericks realize that they're they're gonna have to start overpaying people that are not their own players. Like that's just what it is, man. Like, yeah, that's how the market works. To like to, to allegedly do well in the next two years, um, which I don't goes, but um, I mean they still have the cap space. Like they haven't finished signing their free agents fully, and I'm sure that they'll hold that off to the last possible minute. So they have time to do something. Um, there's already rumors that they're going to help facilitate a uh, a trade for uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, so we'll see what happens there because Russ is definitely out of OKC. Which, by the way, if you're coming into my mention saying like get Russ, please don't tell me that God, again. Please, please stop. Please don't. I yeah. will literally delete my account. Like oh, stop man. that, please. I already said like if we get Russ, like I feel really bad for for our local beat writers. I I've I've come back around on that. Um, Would you lean into it? <laughs> like, no, I, I'd lean into it because I think I think there was some bias there. Somebody um, who was like uh, a guy Kofi that I follow. He was like quoting when all that all that stuff was going down. I was like, oh, but when when Pop and and like that do it, then it's okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, that might be my white privilege like seeping in. Like maybe maybe I need to be like, oh. Well, if he wants to do that, then that's Ooh, okay. Man, we're getting to do it. That's okay. Now. All right. Bro. Yeah. No, I, I get where you're Maybe I need to from. check. Maybe I need to check myself. I think it frustrates me yourself. with all of them. Like, um, it frustrates me with all of them. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, but it's it's yeah. it's a prerogative. Like, if he wants to be like that, then that's fine. I don't have to okay. say nice things. It about is true him. though. You like, know Pop does it all the time. You know. Like I, apparently. All the stuff I've heard, like from OKC fans, like I knew this girl who was like a huge Thunder fan, and she just like raved about like because she does a lot of community work, and then just like seeing all the stuff that like Russ does there, and it's like if you want a bunch of publicity on that, like you gotta kind of like play nice with the media because like they're the ones who like shine the light on that. And if you don't yeah. want anybody to know what all the nice things you're doing for the kids, that's fine. But like if you want to get some like some more like help and whatever from the fans and some goodwill, people seeing that, like the media kind of helps with that. So yeah. Yeah. the media kind of shapes the narrative. Love it or hate it, the media shapes the narrative. When you get mad about what the media writes, like maybe like tell them something. Like don't be aggressively yeah because of one bad headline. Like that's yeah. that's the job. Like you have to criticize players, even guys who I like. If they're doing badly, then I am supposed to say, hey, they are not doing very well. Yeah, and and also yeah. Twitter followers, it's not your job to be a cop and at the player that somebody's snitch, criticizing snitch, please don't, block... don't fucking do that man don't be a cop <laughs> I, 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 I don't, so mad. I don't block people very much um, i'm a heavy muter uh not really loud uh today yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, too, uh, yeah i also had a lot of bad tweets so i probably deserve some of it but um if you snitch tag i'm blocking you immediately like yeah. no that shit's so bro it's that whole thing like it's like I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't There's do it. No like, like, if if I'm like, if I at like Isaiah Roby about going out like to get a drink or whoever, like that's because I'm doing it for a reason. Like, don't yeah. like tag somebody in that and be like, hey, like, haha, like Cuban, well, look what you're fucking, look what he's doing. He's trying to get your uh, your draft pick, whatever, drunk, whatever. Like, don't do that, please. Because oh man, <laughs> they're they're. Can we talk about Isaiah Roby um, while we're on Isaiah Roby? Bro, Isaiah Roby, rookie of the year. Let's go. 
<laughs> Ruben, you were so Mexican. Okay. <laughs> he's he's like, really exciting. He, yeah, he's very excitable. He's like he's I, like all of these. Oh no, I meant I meant Roby. Oh, both of us. Okay, yeah, cool. I mean, Roby is exciting. Uh, I haven't been able to watch yeah, either I, of the uh, games yet, but watch some. There's some highlights. I watched something. You watch it tonight, dude. I was at a house party. You can want oh. to pull up on your phone. Oh, or you put a party. I was in the pool. It's a family house party for one thing. It's not a real house party, but <laughs> Fuck you. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Like you guys are house. you guys are invited to my my family's next house party, like whatever. Uh, but... Yeah. <laughs> Hey, there was beer and there was a pool and there was a diving board. Like, what, kind of, well, what type of beer was it, though? What um, kind of beer was it? I, br- I brought my own beer. So, of course, you did. <laughs> did you bring a half a bite? No, I had. Um... Did you bring a hoop? Yes. Stop shop. I brought a hoop. Promote the brand everywhere. I brought a hoop. Um, What'd you bring? I, I'm joking. I didn't bring a hoop. Um, I brought uh, Lakewood's Lemon Ale. Nice. Okay, I saw you were out there yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking traitor. Anyway. Hey, you were busy. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't for some reason. I'm but... never busy on Friday nights. You know this. Then what? Okay, you gave me tickets to the Wings game, so whatever. Yeah. So, exactly. Which Amy really enjoyed. So... You're welcome. Thank you. But <laughs> Okay, let's talk about Isaiah Roby. I've seen some highlights. I like his dunks. Okay. So, like, he described himself. Someone asked him, like, what's your, like, Natural position, and he said point forward, and I was like, "Wait, that's not a a real position." Yeah, that's different. Yeah, that was exciting, and I was like, "Okay, like some of the highlights that I'd seen, it's like mostly him as like a four slash five, and like mainly like a roll man. Like that was most of his offense, and like a little bit of post stuff, which he showed a little bit of today. Mm-hmm. But like the passing vision was he can pass. He's a like good passer for a guy. I was like shit, dude. Like yeah, like he had a lot of like really good passes, like out of the post and like just like cross court. Like if he like someone brought help from the weak side, like he'd find a shooter that like was open. And I was like, oh, yeah, he got some pretty good like ball handling skills. It's like well. I know it's I know it's I summer that. league. It's yeah, summer still. league, but still, I was like, holy fuck, this guy can play. <laughs> like, yeah, he can definitely play. Which Isaiah, if you're listening, always believe in you. So, I I really like seeing Isaiah Roby, and I like summer league. But also, I have an attachment to Costas because I watched his development last year at, the with league, the Legends. Yeah. Um, like I would watch all their games on Twitch that were posted there, and I went to like three or four games live, and I just like use that opportunity to try and learn about the nuances of basketball. <laughs> and that's a good place to do it yeah and and i was really focused on costas and like it was really interesting to like watch him very similar to like minor league baseball pitching pitchers like they'll throw the same pitch over and over and over again for three innings um Mm -hmm. costas would do certain things during a game that like you could tell the coaches were trying to get him to work on a very specific thing over and over and over again yeah mid game yeah like because like players would not pass him the ball when he was wide open until he got into the post for a couple of games, um, and that was really interesting. So I just want him to stay, and I don't want his roster spot to go away. Yeah, he's not he's not going away. I think Macon would be more likely to to move on. Um, Damn. But I really like, I, which is disappointing because I I think Macon's made a lot of strides since last yeah. year. He's oh, yeah. a lot more confident and comfortable, and like 
Um, he had some really good passes like this this game tonight. He's like there was into his one own. like look um, alley oop pass that he did, and I was like, oh, oh, you didn't do yeah, that. I was much. like, I was like, okay, you can fucking throw the rock a little bit. All so right. like, let's I, go. I think he's, I think he makes an NBA team this year at some point. Um, I think for so like, too. Uh, yeah. Like a decent chunk of games. Yeah, maybe he goes to um, the next. I'm they don't not have enough sh- point guards. Uh, I wouldn't wish that on him. I like him. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> I was being sarcastic because the Knicks have like seven point guards. Well, I mean, Orlando has like two in general, guards, though. like yeah. the whole roster, and one of them two is guards are like ten, ten, you know, centers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, cool. man, if he went to Orlando, I think that'd be like honestly pretty good. Go, go be a backup role there, um, because. I, I don't know what the deal is with, with Markel Fultz. Also, I don't know why they didn't go out and throw money at uh, D'Angelo Russell to me. Why uh, they didn't do that. Why they haven't done that with like any of the guards that have been available. They're like, because no, they went out ticket. to dinner. <laughs> Wait, who? The Mavericks. I'm, right? well, I was talking about the Magic. Oh, the Magic. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I was like, the Wait, no, no, no. you know the Magic were doing that night? God damn no, the the Magic have needed a point guard for like three years. Forever. They, yeah, who was their starting point guard last in the playoffs? Uh, it was DJ Augustine. Augustine. Yeah, he's, dude. He's a very good. He's a very good backup. But like, he has been like their only like their main. Yeah, the only dude who can. That that stupid graphic of like Shelvin Mack is our assist leader with like three. That's the years. one of the greatest like, NBA tweets of all time. <laughs> oh my gosh! And like, I went back and looked that year because I was writing up about um uh, Vucevic mm-hmm. and like. He was like 0.3 assists away from leading the team in assists per game at like which is so funny. And I was like, "Good lord, that's it's so funny, dude!" Like made the playoffs. Like the East is just really bad. Yeah, it is. Which makes me mad that the West got somehow stronger. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but I think I think the short term got like got stronger, but the long term like off real quick. OKC is gonna drop off a cliff. Yep. And like Lakers, Warriors, and uh, Clippers are have like a three year window. And then I think Portland might have also like a similar like window. Portland is weird. Mm-hmm. Something Portland's just, a weird team. Something yeah, that's crazy to me team. though, it's that it, it, this is not just the Mavericks now. This is something that the Mavericks have been doing for 15 years of not caring about first round picks. But it seems yeah. like no NBA team cares about first round picks anymore. It's like, oh, you want one? Okay, here. Lottery protected, okay? Or or not protected at all, or a pick swap. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, it, it almost feels like the haul for KP was an underpay at this point after seeing the the trades that have happened for superstars I mean, since then. I mean, man, like that haul for that haul for uh you know, for um OKC like for Paul George, it's a great haul. Yeah, bro. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> like, I had all the leverage with with yeah. the Mavericks. Like they, like the Mavericks had the leverage. Like they didn't have to give up that many assets. Yeah. And at the Luca trade, like Cam Reddish and Trey Young for Luka Doncic, you do that every single time. Every single time. Yep. No, I I agree a hundred percent. Good for both teams, but like the KP trade, and I think the Mavs are really hoping on like. Both those picks being like out of the lottery. Well, they gotta sign players to make that happen, and that hasn't happened yet. I don't know. <sighs> it, it, I think it would frustrate me a lot less if it wasn't one of these situations where 
the $22 million that the Mavericks have left in their cap space is money that if they don't spend it on a free agent disappears. Doesn't though, like they can make, they can take on assets and like, or take on bad contracts and like get assets. If some treat, like some teams are panicking, like yeah. at the end of this no. year, I'm sure they will. No, because like, that $22 million is gone because once they facilitate or once they sign their players, they if they use a trade exception, the then trade exception has gone. If they sign players, if they sign, if they sign everybody that they have right now, and don't do anything else, the trade exception's gone because they'll be an under the cap team. They have to make a trade now. Oh. So, and they won't have, they won't have the ML, They don't get any exceptions if you're under the cap. So they won't get the MLE. They won't get the BAE. They won't get. They'll lose their trade exception. They'll lose the twenty-two million dollars because they'll be signing their players into the cap space instead of utilizing it and that's why it's frustrating like they have to make a trade before the season starts or or sign some guys well they do this deal um that isaac harris uh put up on on his podcast of like hey two million let him sit out a year and do absolutely nothing and so he doesn't have to go into the hall of fame with Dwayne wade yeah, except for I think that's Dwayne the Wade's pettiest fucking shit. But I'm I would I would die laughing, and like it would be the only thing that would make me be like, you know what? Great off season, great off season. Spending twenty two million dollars to be petty as hell. Yeah. Like I res- I would would respect that so. Much. I mean, we may not even do that if Dwayne Wade might come back. So yeah, Dwayne Wade might come back, and I don't want to do that. Future <laughs> Laker, Dwayne Wade. It's going to be just like his time in Cleveland. Very memorable. No, so he, he's going to go back to uh to Miami. Yeah, because of Jimmy Butler. Butler. Yeah. Only if Russ comes there. No, he said he would go if Jimmy Butler came. So dumb. I know. Um, let me One ask Dan. Let, let's have some fun here for the last couple of minutes. Um, do Which we think fun? that the Mavericks are going to bring back Devin Harris? No. As a player. Oh, as a player? No. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to speculate on that. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> you think he's going to come back? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. There's no way he doesn't, honestly. I think he and JJ are coming back until they call it quits on well, their own. So I'm going to say I don't think Devin's coming back. And the only reason I don't think Devin's coming back is because they've already said JJ's coming back and they've said nothing on Devin. That's the only reason. Dude. Um, la- last fun question for you guys. As the NBA sits right now, we're not placing money bets or anything. Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not. <laughs> Who do you think wins the NBA championship next year? So Twitter me says Mavs. Okay. But real life me, real life me says... Damn, bro, that's a hard one. Yeah, no, jazz. Jazz? Are are is, is that you say jazz? Like, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Okay. I can All see right, it. Bro. Everyone's gonna like freak out and like go value big men again. I can see it. I, <laughs> I think if I think if that happens, I mean, it would have a huge impact on the league because everyone's such a copycat league. They're like, oh, Rico Bear works, so any big center is going to work we're done with this whole switching thing so so it's like it's it's, it's yeah. like when uh 
when the Warriors won theirs. It's like everybody trying to try positionless basketball and all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Ruben, what man, are you thinking? I, oh, fuck, bro. Uh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to like weigh out like East and West right now. Yeah. I See mean, if Katie if if Katie was like not hurt, I'd pick Nets like absolutely. Okay. But because he's hurt, I think it goes to the West. I think. It, I, oh, I think it's probably the fucking Clippers. Like Clippers. Okay. I, so. I think they're the Clippers. I think I think I think Kawhi does what I do to every single two K. I, I, I just like where I just go to different teams every single year and just you know. I think that that's a valid pick. Um, you know, like I would you make, pick Alex? I'll make my pick the Philadelphia 76ers. What? Hold on, that was, dude. That was my that was my pick out of the out of the East. Yeah, really, dude. The Sixers. The Sixers. Bro, what? I don't know. Man. They're they're like... all in. Like, I I don't know how likely it is, but I don't know how likely anybody at this juncture is. Honestly, like I like I was between like Philadelphia, Portland. I really think Portland could like Portland's like a dark horse. I think Portland, no, Portland would just Portland, I think Portland lost too much. I think yeah. in randomly losing Mo Harkless for no reason. Okay. Yeah. I think Alpha Rugamino for basically no reason. Which I think hurts them. Which I mean like Alfruk, good job getting paid in fucking Orlando, but it's Orlando, dude. Like yeah. I understand Orlando's thinking. Like you can't play like 12, 6, 10 to... It's weird. It's such a weird roster. They're going to make Alfa Rukamino their point guard. Their roster is so fucked. But... Just like... Just when I think, I'm like, alright, now is the time where they'll go get, like... Any guard. Nope! Alfa Rukamino. <laughs> which, like... Stop it! Which, like, Stop speaking it. of, for, like, some reason, there's, like, three Orlando Magic subreddit Twitters following oh me Oh my now. god. And it's a really fucking weird because I'm like, this one's been around forever, but doesn't tweet. Like, this one just started, has some fire tweets, but I have no idea who's running that. And the third one just showed up for no reason. I'm like, why the fuck are you even here? Like, I mean, that many Orlando Magic fans? Like, it's really well, fucking it's weird. It's like, so like, um, so like, the Rockets Reddit, they have two subreddit, they have two Twitter. And neither of them Orlando, are Orlando, yeah, which is a fucking... Actually, one of them is like a... They're a, a hentai. They're a hentai person, which is hilarious. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> Orlando has three counts for some reason. No, like, the only Orlando fans are, like, Kristen Ledlow, and then there's, like, one guy from The Ringer. I think it's, like, Kevin O'Connor. No, and there's also uh, Mavs Draft. <laughs> uh, yeah, Richie, Richie, Richie likes the magic. Oh, so, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, Richie, Richie's from Richie's from Orlando, like that area. So. Why is he like a Mets fan? I don't. He's a Mavs fan. But I, don't, I don't fucking know, bro. No Mets, like baseball. Wait, Richie Mavs draft? He's a Mets fan. Is Richie? he Mets fan? Oh, what the fuck? Okay, okay so you know what? I'll text him later. <laughs> if he's if he's a Mets fan and an Orlando Magic fan, he's just somebody that really loves pain. Really? I guess, bro. <laughs> like that much. Dude, so weird. Like there was like three copycat Reddit Mavericks fans, Reddit Mavericks accounts, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" But they all disappear pretty quickly. That was weird. I was like, "What the fuck are y'all doing, dude?" Like, 
there's like two wizards wizards accounts for some reason i don't know like why but and wizards are just another like just charlie is finally getting the the credit it deserves and like being a very miserable fan base because their team is so poorly run yeah but like wizards low-key like wizards still don't have a gm like which is wizards so wild been... which is super wild well, you know what? without a gm they're going through free agency without a gm like what are you doing the fact that they drafted a player that they had never met Oh yeah, with uh, Rui. Yeah, Hachimura. Hachimura, yeah, bro. (laughs) I like that kid though. So, there's no reason they shouldn't have been in on the um, part of the Clippers. um, Take advantage of of how crazy they're being and trading Bradley Beal. Like that was the time to do it. Yeah, it was. Maybe they'll get in on this Russ um, for um, John Wall swap. Which I mean, people see, people keep like calling me out, like with like Bradley Beal things. I'm like, I think Russ is going to Miami. I see, I see the vision. It'd be funny, and I think they'd be like in cap hell for four years and not be good enough. Like they'd be, they would be where they were three years ago. A little bit better version of the. Bunch of bad contracts, but like with a little bit better players. Yeah, I can see it. Hey, go have fun in, in Miami. I think Russ would love it there. Yeah, I and think like, so. I would definitely love it there. You know what though? Like him and Jimmy Butler, I think that they would like God. Oh, so the my fans God. don't care anyway. So. Yeah, it's true. It's just it, it would be great hashtag content for NBA Twitter to have those two players on the same team. Them just roll out in those Miami Vice jerseys and like, yeah, what else do we need? We already got our our not three, not four, but actually just two rings. Um, yeah. Deserved rings. A third one with <laughs> with Dwayne Wade, um, mm-hmm. because he was definitely the best player on all of those teams or any of those teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was the best player on on those yeah. teams. I can read some guys. <laughs> <laughs> um but I was worried. Man, I'm I'm just glad that Summer League's happening and I can watch these players that'll never wear a Mavericks uniform outside of Summer League. Um I can't believe the campaign actually talked about the like and the fact that Eddie oh, asked yeah, me, dude. I was like, yeah. I was like it took all of my like self not just bust out laughing. I was like, what? You can't ask that, Eddie. You you work for the team now. <laughs> Listen, he's just campaigning for a roster spot. He is such a good such a good fucking tweet. Good quote. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh my god. That would that would have been that would have been. <laughs> it's a very uh, Bryce tweet. That would have been the title of one of our podcast episodes if other things hadn't happened. Yeah. But... So Kawhi Kawhi is a Clipper, which I did not see coming. Paul George is the Clipper. Which I'm not seeing coming. That's really, like, Clippers thing I saw because they stalked him for, like, an entire year. And, like, literally since he got traded out of San Antonio, like, they were, like, him for, like, 18 yeah. months. Can I also say, like, I have a, I have just this feeling in the pit of my stomach that AD is going to leave the Lakers. So you keep saying this, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know where he. I don't know where he would go. Where that it's would like, be yeah, it's like, listen, I'm not. Room. 
I'm not saying that it makes sense. It's so, just, you, keep, you keep mentioning it on, on Twitter, and I'm like... Over and over and over start, again. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Like, I just don't see it happening. Eddie Davis to OKC! Maybe. <laughs> well, you know, the Knicks did make all those one-year contracts. Damn. We're starting to if he chooses to go to the Knicks, he deserves what happens to him. <laughs> Anyone who chooses the Knicks deserves what happens to them. I'm just saying. God, the Knicks are so bad. <laughs> it's a terribly run, terribly ran organization. It really is. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk any trash on them because I liked going to MSG once and I'd like to go back again. Um, yeah. It's cool. Dolan does this. So Dolan is great. I love James Dolan. He's doing a great job with his franchise, and no wow. one can say. Oh my dude! All right, and that's going to end the podcast. Like <laughs> I'm going there in November, so MSG is great. Yeah. I'm excited. You know what? I go watch a game there. Then, like, don't be a Knicks fan. At the very least, at least I could spend 30 minutes shitting on Mark Cuban and know that I can still go to Mavs games. So that's great. Hopefully. You know what? No. Like the last guy that shit on him said that they could The last guy that shit on him publicly on Twitter got free tickets. So Mark Cuban, I'm looking for my free tickets. That was a very light shitting on him though. That was so barely coming. The one who like took a picture of his word doc instead yeah. of like learning how to screenshot or like just Yes, it was that person. Just like just are you like eighty years old? Uh, yeah. People are dumb. Write it on your notes app and screenshot it like a, like a normal person. That was weird. That whole thing was weird. It was. But... All right. Well, All right. I think that that will wrap it up. We've been recording for over an hour now. Oh, shit. Time is a construct. <laughs> but uh, with that, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I hope you had fun. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And we had Bryce right. Patrick on. From... Guys, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ass again. You're welcome. I'll I'll t- I'll say it. We got Bryce Patrick <laughs> here from from Locked On Rangers and Mavs Moneyball fame. Bryce, where can people find you on Twitter? Um, just find me at Bryce Patrick. That's Bryce with an I. If you spell it with a Y, um, you're a bad person. Um, or your parents are. Um, sorry, Bryce Harper. It's just facts. Bryce Harper spelled it correctly. I'm sorry. He's no, he does not. But he's more rich and famous than me, so he bought you off. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you can follow the podcast <laughs> slash me at Hoops and Hefe on Twitter. You can follow Ruben at Reddit Mavericks on Twitter. Uh, check out the website at hoopsandhaveavisons.com or send us an email as well. But until next week, guys, have a good one. Later, dudes. Ciao.